Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. 210-308-8867 is our number. We're live at a Millburgers Landscape and Nursery on a beautiful day. Uh, it's breezy. It's cool. But it's nice out there. Uh, Calvin noticed, too, there are people ranging from, I got a sweatshirt, so, but people with jackets. That man has a T-shirt, and I'm betting he has shorts. He does. <laughs> so all kinds of folks uh, dressed all kinds of ways here. But it is pretty. And the nursery has lots of color, we as do. I'm looking at. Yeah. Let me make sure you're you're part of that. And uh, Mark's going to uh, join us in just for a little while while Jerry gets here. We have an MIA. Please, if anybody out there has seen Dr. Jerry Parsons, please yeah. inform the radio station. <laughs> yeah, before we start putting his face on milk cartons, well, well, I think he's going to be here. What? He's probably just running late. Um, and you'd be so proud of me, Mark. we got Trace here, obviously, so we'll talk about what's happening in the nursery. But I'm reading the book on oaks. Are you? Yeah. I now know two new words. What's that? What's the words? Quercus. Masting. Ah. And marcescence. I'm I'm sorry, the the other one? I think it's pronounced correctly. Marcescence. Marcescence. No. Is that the dry leaves? Yes. Okay. That's when the 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 Mar. it leaves the leaves on the tree, and uh, our author is theorizing as to why that happens. Okay, it's uh, usually symbolic on a uh, or evident on a younger tree. Oh, really? So, so that makes sense, because uh, at least based on his theory. Oh, well, which, well, okay. don't tell me the theory. But, Spoiler yeah. alert! I can't tell you the theory, so you'll have to listen. Okay. Hi, Trace. Hello, sir. <laughs> What's going on? Well, I had some interesting reports. I wanted to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jerry was here. But, <laughs> yeah, before you get grief on it. Um, so, as I was uh, going home last night, at the end of my street, there was a sago palm, mm-hmm. and it looked like a lion's head. Had brand new, pretty green growth coming right out of the middle, and then they didn't trim it up. So it still had that huge yellow, orangey, brown foliage on the side. So it's coming back from from the actual growth tip, not from the ground, and it didn't die. All right. That's great. That's one of my six out of 100. Yes. So so then the other one, which is even more surprising. Drum roll. I had some people telling me today that there's a losmas are leafing back out from the ground. Well, and Calvin said he's you got some slides. Oh yeah, we get, we're getting uh, yeah. So am I. We're, we're, we're oh good. Yeah. yeah, getting emails for some reason for, from the Zylosma. but uh, it's it's interesting. We we talked about that some of some of those plants take longer. And of course, we knew the sagos take longer, but uh, and it hasn't been warm. It's been coolish. Other than a few days, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you know, I, t- I talk about the the time just kind of like Trace's experience, where I, I don't even remember where it was, but a, a commercial concern they had piled up all the sagos 
in the corner, you know, they're disposing of oh, them. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, and you, then you, you and go then, through. Yeah, a, few, a couple of months later, they're, they're, there they were sprouting over there in the big pile. <laughs> so I think we've talked about this already. Uh, my mid-jewels, I now see green in them. So I thought they were dead. Huh. Still a possibility that what they're dead. The, mid, the big mid-jewel palms along oh, the yeah? Oh, yeah? Oh, that's yeah. good. Oh, wow. Um, so good. they might not be a loss at all. And the uh, we're getting good reports on the Mexican olives. Yes, kind of a mid, the, the, a mid, the, a mid trunk. Right, and so uh, the, the the questions coming in is how do I prune them? And I said this is the only time in my life I'll ever recommend topping, um, but do it judiciously, judiciously, and you know, kind of create a tree. Fed, uh, but. But that's that, that's that's a key. It's hard to. We've always acknowledged on this program. It's always hard to describe proper pruning on the air. And, yeah. And, and so you know, try to go to plantanswers.com or Millburgers, and they'll have the, the pictures for you to see. You know what? I'm still not seeing though. I'm not. I'm not seeing uh, satsumas. So I've got. Let's see them come back out. Meyer lemon and my Meyer lemon and even my. Uh, Mexican lime. My satsuma looks better than it did when I put it in the ground. Wow. Really? Oh, wait. I don't know what did that you means. Put it, <laughs> did you put it right side up? <laughs> well, it was one, you know, my wife, even though I have access to all that kind of stuff, she went and waited in line like a couple of hours somewhere to uh, to get a free satsuma. And my daughter waited in the same line to get a pecan tree. Uh, so, anyway, I had to plant it. And uh, I I think we talked about how I covered it. Yeah, and you were you were Milberger serious. shirts and sweatshirt. Yeah. Anyway, it, I had a few branches I had to cut off, but uh, it's already bigger now than it was when I put it in the ground. Wow! Huh. Wow! I'm not seeing any uh, action on any viburnums. Are you? No. 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 Uh, not a but, uh, I, but I didn't expect the zelosmus to leaf back out either. I yeah. Didn't. Yeah. We. So maybe maybe just there to is point, a chance. Just to point it out, uh, yeah. Just past this half-dead eucalyptus tree, oh. there, there is a zelosma in the ground that oh, has okay. leafed back out again. And then you know that fancy one we had up up here at the front that I I theoretically said had that right on the corner of the building. Oh, okay. And we cut it back. It's now got some some tender growth coming off of the sides of it, a little lower down than where we cut it, but. Uh, huh. You know, it's coming back. You know, one of the mo- most erratic responses are loquats. I've got, I've got yeah. like ten of them in my yard. And, and what and about others? Some day? of them that are deader and adornial, and others are just like they've never, never were phased by the thing. So uh, they're they're kind of erratic. And then uh, pomegranates and persimmons. How are you? What are you seeing there? Uh, uh, not, 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 what, so, I expect them. So persimmons, from yeah. my point, all we did is lay them down and double cover them. Yeah, that's right. And they were fine. Okay. And the pomegranates, the same thing. The pomegranates that we did not protect uh, were some 15-gallon, and they, they're done. I just ex- always expect them to, to freeze a certain amount every year. Uh-huh. And, and the thing with pomegranates. So, um, if you like multi-stem large shrubs then yeah not a problem um i had thought uh, my pink satin had sprouted but i was mistaken it, it hadn't and the wonderful hadn't sprouted yet either 
the uh, we've been watching people. This is going to be hard to get a description, probably based on our description. We saw a beautiful rose-like looking flower. So it looked like a rose, kind of looked like a knockout, but it had big blossoms on it, kind of big carnation-y or geranium-y. Would, it, is that, would that be yeah, accurate? That, that, that's right. Uh, it did look like a geranium, geranium but... Yeah, but it was really... is. Can, does that help you? No. Okay. No, no, no. If I see it again. But no, all around I, town, it, the knockouts was, are gorgeous. They are. Aren't they? My wife is even making me cut down our variegated piss for them that I'm, we're not, <laughs> we're not <laughs> sure that it's dead. Are going to put in a knockout? Uh, no, she's not good with just uh, one. I have to put a bunch. And I'm wondering, too, <laughs> y'all can give me your opinion. So this could just be our yard. The, uh, the pink, which we have, we have a pink and a red. It's the same plant, I'm telling you. Y'all don't believe me. Uh, but there's red. I uh, believe you. You, you. you know red fades to pink, pink, right? Ah, huh, maybe. So red doesn't stay red, red very long. It turns more like a yeah. chippy red, then it's a... Well, that could be it. Well, that, at uh, the food restaurants that we were talking about, they, they, had they some? show that dual color. They took my idea... Well, I don't know. Someone must have come to our house. I think it's God's idea, sir. Uh, Don't don't take care of it. Okay, I'm sorry. Now I feel bad. Wow. (laughs) Well, you should. (laughs) Suddenly we got really heavy here. Um, But, uh, yeah, it's the the pink blooms are smaller than the reds I see around town, which could be me. Yeah. I did fertilize it earlier in the season, but. Blooms blooms are always bigger when the weather's cooler like this. Mm -hmm. Okay. As it gets hot, and it doesn't matter which rose it is, as it gets hotter, the blooms get smaller. And those the tough modern roses are really performing pretty well right now. With oh, are they? I yeah. see some of the yeah. neighborhoods. This is Douglas Cross. So, uh, and, yeah, Belinda's Dream. Yeah. Oh, is Bellish it? Cross. So I, I didn't buy enough Carefree. of these, but we got we got our second shipment of hybrid roses in, and we did get some of the. And I can't remember the specific. Is either petite or mini knockout. Oh, that's interesting. And what is that? Well, it looks just like a regular one, but I'm assuming the plant stays smaller. Okay. Well, that's too simple. Uh, knock, well, knockout. In, in the beginning, but, knockout, they always said it was only going to be three to four feet, but turns out they were wrongs. What's it? Five. Five or, five or a little and, more. And, uh, so I don't four know on this one. So uh, petite always means smaller to me. Well, that makes sense. I thought. And mini does, too. I didn't know if it was like a smaller bloom or a smaller plant or both. Or Blooms look the same. How about the drift roses? How are we doing on those? Uh, we, we've still got them. Good. Uh, I'm, I've been out of knockouts for, for a while, but oh. I've got a source coming. Also, uh, dwarf bottle brush. I've been out all year, oh. and I've got like 500 coming that, in. That, oh, that's good. That took it hard. Did yeah. It? Yeah, 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 we so, got a lot of lot of questions. So that's good at coming back. So if you really no, like no, not that, coming back. I'm, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm a, they're going to be in the store for sale. Yeah, yes, sir. Thank you. Yeah, I, do, I haven't <laughs> seen any of them come back in the landscape. No, yeah, they're misuse of words. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, I noticed that uh, we've got uh, tropical milkweed. We do back uh, at least a hundred right there again. Uh, so uh, a couple and weeks I ago, had, was... so, I actually had found some of the other one that was in our hospital. Hmm. So in a pot, it actually survived the cold. Because huh. we didn't we didn't mess with trying to save anything in the hospital because we didn't know whether it was going to live and or not. Then, then another thing that's here at the nursery, Greenland zinnias in the transplants. It made Calvin very happy. And this, and this is our first batch of Vinca in quantity as yeah. well. Oh, that's oh, good. Wow. We've had a few here and there. On, but on a, on a cool day, they're coming they're, in. They're not Coras, though, are they? I'm pretty sure they are. 
Are they? No. I didn't see no, a label no. on that. Trace is good about getting Cora. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, I think that. Well, at this point, beggars can't be choosers, but uh, I'm pretty sure it was Cora. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, I'm, I was, uh, I for the first time, I had planted Vinca in Mass last year, and that's for, it's very tough. It's very forgiving. Milton proof. It is, it is a Milton plant, can, yes. Can you imagine that? Ten years ago, can you imagine Milton here talking to us about planting in mass? In mass. I know. And, oh, and what's that? What's those words he used? Masting, marcescence. 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 Your, your vocabulary is uh, phenomenal, sir. Yeah. yeah, I also know a lot more about uh, different worms and um, oh. the... Uh, you know what else the, he... The only good worm's a dead worm. <laughs> that, according to our author, he, that, he likes that, that, I, I, that author I, I, used uh, copious. Did he? Did he? twice he's in there. Oh, oh he stole that from Jerry. He invented that word. Well, and, uh, <laughs> I notice now, uh, like the, those uh, English murder mysteries that I read, they they quite often say copious in there in the text. There was uh, copious uh, blood. Okay. Dr. Jerry Parsons is yeah. using words from literary sources. That must be it. He secretly reads English <laughs> mystery novels. I'm People sure they them. must be comic books. You know, if, you, if you're if you're running late for the show, we, we get to talk yeah. about you. <laughs> so well, I, yeah. my, my joke, I have to wait till we're off the air. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's see how we're doing on time. If it's well, good when you can repeat it. We still right got now. about four minutes, so we have to go to break. So we're okay. Well, I, All right, quit it. Quit do you want it. Do you want to tell them what masting is? No. Well. Oh, okay. I want them to. Man- I want to trace. We still got a f- few tomatoes left, right? Oh yeah, we got our first tomato yeah. report. We. I, I'm pretty much done with tomatoes. So okay. yeah, I'm I looking at rock across the. Probably about thirty yeah. flats still. So so this is this is going to be at the end. Um, these are these will still have the potential to mature a crop, but you got to get them in and. Uh, um, be don't, ready for don't procrastinate. Yeah. That's right. Get over here now. It's always the hardest thing for me. Uh, Billy sent us pictures of uh, his, I think, uh, well, he didn't tell me. I think they were Ruby Crush. Let me see if he emailed me back. Uh, but there, he's he's got lots of little tomatoes on there. Does he? I think Billy's. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, Billy, don't maybe know. Little, Billy likes celebrity. Uh, Billy's I'm a good think. gardener. I got a lot of blooms, but I didn't see any. I was looking for some uh Need to go out Tomatoes. there, yeah. He's got and, and shake your plants or take little. They look like little uh, to to remove the pollens from one to the other. Oh, he's oh, here, yeah. so I can't make my joke. Oh. Okay. Oh man. Yeah. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, you want to take a quick break so we'll make the transition. Oh, well, I was going to say, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. It's my great honor to introduce Doctor. Jerry Parson. All right, well, we're going to get him a chance to get settled. We'll take a quick break and come back in a moment. 210 308 8867. 210 308 Back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, everybody settle. And as you settle down for the season, 
you may be noticing things in your uh, yard like mosquitoes. Uh, you may be like a lot of folks and noticing termites uh, or other things in your yard. Okay, well, you got it. You got a friend out there named Warren Remy, who's Spider-Man of Spider-Man Pest Control. Since 1976, they've been helping owners, homeowners not only get rid of these pests, but keep them out. They use a variety of different methods, but they're going to talk with you about it. You're a part of the process. It's really cool. And they're going to look for a kind of a, an overall approach, not only to kill them, uh, but also to keep them out. And that's important. I know I repeated that twice, but that's important because that was the complaints I heard from people uh, who had not used Spider-Man and then went to them was that the insects came, let's say, and one, one person had bats and they kept coming back. And it turned out there was a vulnerability in their home. And without noticing that or dealing with it, there was there was no point in spraying. But they kept having the old pest control company coming back every like every month. And so they then they called Spider-Man, and Spider-Man solved the entire problem. And uh, they were a restaurant owner, so that was important to them. That was So uh, you can give them a call. And let, make a note, though, too, that Spider-Man appreciates bats. So yes. He, so he he solved the pro- the problem. Oh yeah, he just problem yeah. in terms of the what was best for the for the bats, but also best <laughs> for the the customer and. Well, yeah, no, it was. Uh, she appreciated keeping her restaurant open. Yeah, <laughs> which uh, which wasn't going to happen too. All right. Well, you'll appreciate Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. Here's the phone number, 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721. We're still trying to get Warren on. He's really busy this time of year, so we'll uh, try to get him on to talk about the Into Care system. Warren, you call us if you if, uh, if you get a break, okay? I know he listens to the show. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. So we got our first tomato report. Billy's got little baby tomatoes. He said this. Oh, he so, probably tied them on there. You think? I got. Uh, they look like pictures. Is that bad? Look like uh, little uh, photographs that he. Yeah. Uh, my, mine is kind of strange, Jerry. They're all now same size. They're all blooming up a storm. I don't see any little fruit on them yet, though. Hmm. I got one. I got one little baby tomato and lots and lots of blooms. Yeah, lots of I got blooms too, yeah. but they're. Uh, but you know how Billy likes to make us jealous. Yeah. Well, he's he's uh, he's got a, he's helps that he's a wonderful gardener. Yes, it ain't bragging if it's really happening. So, uh, so call us up with your reports too, or you can send me an email at milton at klup dot com. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. As we were driving up, did you hear all the positive reports, Jerry, on things that are coming back? Yeah, I heard you all talking about that. Yeah. I, I was like Calvin. I, I haven't seen much on my satsuma. Yeah. Yeah, that's the strangest thing. Yeah, right? they're all... But uh, when I... <laughs> in my landscape, when i out there and you, you see those... Uh, Meyer lemons coming back, <laughs> and you see the Mexican lime are just you know little few stems are coming back, but they're coming back. And then if, there's my Satsuma, which we bragged on and bragged on, and we expect to perform. Oh. And it's not for some reason there we're not seeing any action. Yeah, I haven't seen any uh, action on mine, but. Uh... And uh, talking to Dr. Larry Stein, the kind of the fruit specialist, and well, he's every kind of he's specialist, specialist now. now. <laughs> but uh, he uh, 
Uh, he says, at Uvalde, where we've got our test planting, uh, he's not seeing any action on the set soon. But what do you and he, you and he, think that it's just uh, hasn't been long enough, or it's just it's not what we're going to see? Well, they should have uh, theoretically. <laughs> they should have been hardier than lemons and limes for yeah. sure. But uh, uh, I haven't cut mine back because I'm kind of lazy. But uh, uh, I, I see no activity on satsuma. And then, I can't explain that because uh, my satsumas were on the south side of the house in a protected area and close to the house. And uh, I can't can't explain that, but it's, uh, it just uh, every every time we get to thinking that we are confident and know how our plants are going to react, oh, yeah. we, we're taught a little lesson here about <laughs> it's 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 really unpredictable, and uh, yeah, just uh, so many variations in in a situation like that yeah. record freeze. Uh, so a lot of things can happen, and, and that's exactly what's happened. Yeah. Hey, we have James on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Either it's a tomato question or a tomato report. What you got for us, James? Hey, how you doing? Good, how you doing? Tomato question or tomato report? Now, James, you're listening to your radio. We can tell. We can kind of hear it. All right, let me turn it down. Turn that, that, that bad boy yeah, down. Yeah, I can't stand it. Yeah, I got it down now. Uh, Jerry asked to hear me once. If he hears me twice, say the same thing. His contract is violated, yeah. and, and there's uh, lawyers get involved. There you go. So, so what's uh, going on, James? I got about tennis ball size green tomatoes, and uh, like Calvin said, you walk in that hoop house, and it looks like a yellow flower shop. Boy, I'm telling you, they're blooming their heads off. Yeah, uh, the, the the larger tomatoes are in the hoop house. Yeah, those celebrities this year, uh, I've been spraying them with compost tea, are about as big as, uh, hell, they're almost six foot tall in there. That's the biggest okay. celebrity I've ever grown. Wow. Good. Well, celebrity was kind of hard to find this year. Yeah, I get seeds from Johnny's. Oh, you're growing your own plants. Okay. Yeah, this ain't my first rodeo. Yeah. You're growing rodeo tomatoes? Yeah. <laughs> what? Thank <Well>, you. <laughs> but, uh, nice job there, Al. That's great. Uh, those hoop houses uh, really work, but uh, I, I was wondering if they were going to work in the extreme cold for the length of time oh, well, we, we had it this year. Hey, Jerry, that, we call it the Stock uh, Show and Rodeo freeze-up. All those transplants come inside in the kitchen during that time, man. Eh? Oh. And so after the after the rodeos, when they get transplanted. so There you go. Good idea. You know, uh, but I have something to re- uh, relate to Cal... Calvin, Doctor Calvin. Okay. Yes, sir. He's 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 ready to be related to. Okay. Well, the deal is, the uh, darlings were uh, messing with me out on the, the Martin houses, so uh, I had to install that universal trap 
uh, it uh, goes in the nest box. For that, starlings, uh, is that is that what he said? Yeah, they're they're pretty bad if you if you know you're in purple martins, and uh, that that eliminates them pretty pretty well. It's called a universal uh, nest box trap. Well, don't tell Jerry about it. Yeah, where do, do you? Uh... But uh, yeah, but starlings can be pretty savage if you've seen them uh, attack a, a female martin in their <laughs> nest. That uh, you t- kind of they're, they're not, make you they're, they're worse than sparrows, aren't they? Yeah, well, us old time uh... martineers, we don't tolerate uh, we don't tolerate the starlings at I'll, all, and sparrows either. But they make a real good high nitrogen contribution to your compost pile, I can tell you oh, that. Oh, man. <laughs> we can't talk about This is a nonviolent show, so we can't talk about that. Uh, uh, but uh, but we, you have to have a talk with your your sparrows and the starlings, Jerry, because they, <laughs> they don't always remember about that lack that of right? violence. Yeah, it's, it's pretty savage. Uh, well, thank you, James. Yeah, James, Thanks, take her easy. Keep us informed, will you? You too. All right. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Well, I got some uh, response from my uh, uh, begging and ple- pleading. Red, uh, white, blues? <laughs> yeah, well, blue. blue. <laughs> okay. And... Uh, I got some pic- some beautiful pictures from uh, Ray, the guy that furnished all those pretty pictures uh, last week. Oh, last year? Last year. Yeah, that's great. And uh, who was who was going to take a he, break? Yeah, huh? he hurt his foot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. That's the part, funny part of it. But uh, of course, we got Billy McKenzie's uh, pictures that he sent in. We appreciate yeah. that from Billy. But this Ray, Ray's got it going. He's pretty good photographer. Oh, <laughs> what about? Uh, um, did you get any from Milton? No. Ah, I sent you pictures. Look. Oh, okay. Those are nicer than mine. Uh, <laughs> That's a, a little, nicer picture a little, too. A little bit. Uh-huh. But anyway, uh, I'll send you a picture again right now. Okay. Right, no, sorry. I think I think Ray, I, those are look those look great, Ray. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I did get them. Messing. I just, You're just saying that because you don't want me to send them again. Yeah, it's too late. <laughs> I'll send it to you a t- couple times. Oh man! <laughs> but anyway, we appreciate Ray. He he sent a funny message with it that uh, I imagine every some people could uh, relate to. He says. Uh, <laughs> Ray writes, uh, as you know from the, that conversation we had during the radio show, uh, I didn't plant any blue bonds this year because of foot surgery and recovery. I think he's using that as an excuse. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling a humble brag uh, is about to happen. <laughs> However, I harvested the seed and cleaned those spots out where they were growing in the yard the one we took pictures of last year. I put the plant stems in my wheelbarrow and rolled them to my compost pile in the backyard. Then I cleaned my uh, wheelbarrow out in the front yard. I could see there were some seeds in the wheelbarrow that washed out of the wheelbarrow onto the ground, hoping that they would germinate this year. Lo and behold, uh, 
lo and behold, uh, those seeds germinated, Lady Bird Johnson, that really dark blue one. And I have one blue, one blue bonnet that bloomed. The plant got covered with snow, and when we had the snowstorm here, here's two photographs of that plant, pretty as can be. Uh, I would have thought that I would have thought more seed than I know got dropped on the ground, but are still lying there and may come up next year. That's true. If we get some blasted rain <laughs> on a regular basis, I threw some seed that I had was about three years old and kept in the refrigerator out along the where wildflowers grow down the creek. Not one of them germinates. I have heard you mention last week that you hadn't gotten any photos yet so far. Well, here's one that came up with only Mother Nature helping it grow. I never put any fertilizer on it. Mm. But see, he he had fertilizer on it last year. Okay. So, uh, but uh, they they do they just do better with fertilizer, but uh, they they can make it without fertilizer, especially if you put them in a in a. Uh, can in you a, imagine in that, Melton? Isolated place. The, those wildflowers do all right without fertilizer. No, <laughs> they do not. <laughs> they will. They will die. Yeah, I was told. Yeah, <laughs> that mine looked puny and weak because they didn't have. Yeah, I I, I won't get out Milton's pictures, but uh, <laughs> but uh, speaking of the freeze, oh oh, if it. I imagine that hot weather we had last week is for the blue bonnets that were blooming that cut their blue and no rain that cut their uh, bloom period down quite a bit. But I I've got good news. I was so excited I couldn't stand myself. Uh, the I need to take a picture of it from the freeze. Uh, you know, I, I have uh, Asian jasmine all around my house, growing up the wall, growing up the trees, <laughs> and everything. I was backing out of my driveway yesterday, uh, this week, and I noticed there were big dead spots in my uh, Yopon holly. Uh, no, it's Burford holly. It's Burford holly. And uh, I looked closer. And all the Asian jasmine that had, t- had almost taken over my Burford holly had been killed. By, it, by it, the cold. By the cold. But the, the Burford holly is clean as a whistle. Yeah. Not a burnt leaf on it. Now I wonder if they'll be able to, the Burford will be able to fill that in before the Asian jasmine fills it in. Well, the Asian jasmine looks pretty close to dead to the ground. Okay, so you might but, have I mean, it's a huge chance. And it's dead in all my trees. You know, I've seen, uh, I'm sure you've seen this too, uh, these boxwood hedges. Yeah, yeah. And at one end, they're green and no, no damage at all. And then in the middle, they're deader than the doornail yeah. lot. And I've, my my neighbors have some of those. And they're, now those are tough questions to answer. They say, well, how do I bring <laughs> those into uh, consistency? Yeah. 
And gosh, that's a, you just got to let them, let them go and play with them. <laughs> and you'll probably have to replace some of those. Yeah. Uh, people, people are not, not that people are too frugal, Milton. Frugal? Yeah. Like you, Milton. Yes. And, I uh, pride myself on frugality. <laughs> but anyway, uh, the point to this whole story is guess what didn't get hurt? Hollies. Perfect. Yeah, Burford Hollies. Yeah. We were, uh, <laughs> but uh, Burford or Yopon, no, none of the Hollies got you. So, why would people plant anything but Hollies? Because when they've seen the, that pentasporums and all those go out year after year, then we have a freeze. Well, I mean, now the, the, the dwarf pittosporum, not the full-size pittosporum. Right. Because they don't, don't get affected. Um, but these hollies, Burford and Yopon, yeah, well, around can, my house, are 30 years old, 40 years old. Yeah. So uh, they, they stood the test of time, and I'm, I, I, I appreciate the freeze taking that... Uh, <laughs> Asian jasmine out of there because it, it's pretty tough to get out of there once it gets that thick. And, you know, and I think almost every landscape will have a situation like that where you get, you, if you can plan on addressing the issue, you know, you identify, just like you did, identify what I want to accomplish and what I want to, to happen there and then. And then figure out what you need to do to to do that. It's just like that boxwood thing I mentioned too. So, you uh, here's an opportunity, and you you just uh, need to do a little plan to uh, to take take advantage of it. Hey, we're gonna while there's a little break, we're gonna take one too. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. So we have two tomato reports. We don't know what Billy's is, but we do do know they're going great. And James had celebrity, was that right? Yeah. Yeah, and his are doing well. So uh, we want to hear what's going uh, on. With mine, your... mine uh, lots of blooms, but uh, no fruit. Yeah, you and I have the same thing. I'll have to do a picture of it and, and, and send that to you. I just sent Jerry three or four pictures of my uh, oh, blue, blue bonnet. bonnet so uh, you'll yeah, probably... you better describe them so he knows those are the blue bonnets. They're, yeah. blue, they're blue, and there's a cat by them. Yeah. So you'll see that. My son loves the cat. Oh, is that right? Black right. cat. All right. Two one zero. It's a great cat. That's, that's the oh, way. Yeah. That's the way you get the, your pictures oh, looked at. <laughs> yeah. I have dogs or cats in them. We'll take a break and come back in a moment. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on nine thirty a.m. The answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Loretta Lynn's birthday came up on the 14th as we celebrate April birthdays. Hey, I want to talk to you about Wild Birds Unlimited. Right there at Hebner and Northwest Military. If you're looking for a great place to uh, either maintain your hobby of bringing nature to your yard, or if you want to start it off, uh, you go to Wild Birds Unlimited at uh, Northwest Military and Hebner Road. You're going to find Kyle. uh, Bill is still there. And you'll 
find lots of knowledgeable people ranging from staff to customers. And the thing that's so cool about it uh, is you will find customers that have been there for over a decade that come back to Wild Birds Unlimited. really is. I know this is cliche, but it really is almost like a family there. They know everybody. They know what you're trying to do. Uh, so, like, if you come in and you're having problem with, uh, with Purple Martins, let's say. So when you come back, they're going to ask you about that because they're going to remember. It's a really, it's a wonderful relationship. It's Wild Birds Unlimited, Northwest Military and Hebner Road. Ask for Kyle. Say hi to everybody here at the show. Uh, and uh, then uh, you can ask for Bill, too, and Bill will tell him. Calvin says hello because Calvin often teases him. Uh, but you can call it 210-479-BIRD, 210-479-BIRD, or uh, go by and visit Northwest Military and Hebner Road. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Um, I have a tip for people. A tip for people. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> Just like my old Latin teacher used to say, a, a word to the wise is sufficient. Uh-huh. Okay. We've they, got... And that was Julia Caesar, we found out. <laughs> Mrs. We, Julia Caesar. Yeah. And uh, I'm looking out, out of, on the plants that we've got available. I haven't asked uh, Trace if we had, still have some chili, some of my chili. Oh, the penguins! Tea. I forgot to get my penguin last week. I was waiting for the orange. <laughs> I don't know if the orange would happen to the orange. So. I, I got to find that orange. Uh, yeah, I think they kept it. I made it. I made them not send it out. Okay. And uh, I think they got it in a larger container. Laura will take good care of it. <laughs> I won't go near it. But anyway, I'm looking at a lot of tomatoes out here, a lot of good varieties of tomatoes out here that are perfect for transplanting, probably straight into the garden. Uh, but I, the word to the wise is get them in the next week or 10 days. All right. Yep. Because they're, they're not going to have very many. They're not. Uh, they're uh, quit ordering tomatoes, yeah. and you know when we talked about that, I said, "Well, <laughs> that's I hated to see that happen because I know some people have have been waiting, and uh, uh, so you better not wait any longer." And thinking that this is what is this middle of March or closing in on April? No, no, no. We're no, in middle of April. Yeah, almost eight, almost May. <laughs> well, that's that's real late. Uh, considered late to plant yeah, uh, in get, San Antonio. Yeah, get what you can. If you, of course, if there's any Ruby Crush or BHN 968, those are the most reliable in terms of production. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, of course, the, the, you got a good chance even of any of the recommended varieties. Yeah. What have you been noticing around town? Were you here when we were talking about the knockouts? Oh my goodness! Yeah, <laughs> those things. I, I I never have been a, that big a fan of knockouts. I'm with you. But I mean, <laughs> well, uh, well, the first ones I saw at uh, at my favorite McDonald's, uh, I, said, uh, yeah. I said they just. 
must have just planted those. Uh, I wonder how long they'll look that good. And then the Dunkin' Donuts, uh, they're everywhere. Oh, no, they're full bloom. Yeah, they're solid full bloom. And, that, and they've got uh, a lot of those uh, plants have Milton's double. Yeah, see, y'all yeah. mocked me and said that didn't exist. That was in my yeah. imagination. A lot of... They, they, and they're full bloom. That's what's so amazing to me. After that freeze, it looks like that gave them an extra punch. Of sure seemed to. We, we were talking. I don't know if you were here, uh, Mark and Trace and Milton, and I were talking about the uh, tough modern roses, too. Like yeah. Mrs. Dudley Cross and... Um, Oh, my <laughs> carefree beauties and uh, your Belinda's Yeah, they, Mark said the Belinda's dreams look nice. And yeah. Grandma's yellow are, are really doing pretty well. And even the pink colors, color. Oh, yeah. Of knockout. I love, I love that double red. Oh, that's knockout. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> they'll stop you. They'll stop your car. Well, it's, uh, it's hard to. You you can't believe it. It's just like I did. I said, "Well, gosh, that's amazing that they kept the bloom looks so good. They got it in the ground and still got the, all those blooms on." Yeah, I'm going to do a Paul Cox thing. If you want to see some excellent specimens uh, of knockout roses, go to the Las Palapas on 410, and. Uh, <laughs> Is it Lock Hill Summer or West Avenue? 410 well, West Avenue. And you'll go, see. I mean, it's just, it's like you said. Go to all, any of them. Yeah. The oh, one, Las Palapas? The, the, yeah, the one on uh, Babcock is, looks exactly the way you're t- describing it, too. It's spectacular. <laughs> it's Taco Tuesday and Knockout, knockout All Week. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah. They're pretty. They, yeah. Did you hear me talking about my little pathetic knockout that's no. not doing great? Okay. No. I, I would have, I would have guessed that. <laughs> I know you would have. <laughs> I fertilized it. I think it's in a. I think it's where the uh, the oak roots rob the soil of the nutrients. Yeah, uh, I imagine so. And so, yeah. which weren't there, right? <laughs> I did fertilize it. When last uh, uh, was it fall or? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Hey, uh, changing the subject a little bit. All right. Uh, just remember the bites of tomatoes and peppers. Once these are gone. Now, there's a lot of pepper selection here. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of pepper. So, and they're, and they're doing well. They're not as they're not as grown as fast as the tomatoes, of course. We don't yeah. expect them to. Oh, cool. All right. Hey, uh, you may know this person, Ray. Ray is on the line. No, I don't know. Uh, no, I don't think... We were bragging on Ray. <laughs> Ray and his humble bragging there. <laughs> I didn't do anything, but I got a beautiful yard full of blue bonnets. <laughs> Hi, Ray. Hey, how y'all doing? We're doing great, man. Yeah, your pictures look gorgeous. <clears throat> well, that was the only plan I had. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I didn't didn't like I said I didn't plan any didn't plan any plants or anything. That was just a seed that kind of got washed out of the wheelbarrow. <laughs> Well, Jerry was arguing, though, he didn't know if you were a better gardener or a better photographer, because uh, whatever. He must be both. Both, yeah. Yeah. And you didn't fertilize them, and you didn't do anything, and you've got beautiful blue bonnets, and yeah. And Milton got heck for not fertilizing. Yeah, I sure did. I got grief. Uh, well, listen. Uh, the reason I called was um, I'm, I'm curious uh, what 
would have caused this. I, I uh, maybe Jerry remembers when when he passed by when he came over to the house and we took some pictures. I had a split leaf philodendron, big one, um, on the front porch by the front door, and. Of course, I had it. You know, I had some mulch down there around around the base of it. I read somewhere that it's good to keep mulch around, you know, before winter time. So I've always kept mulch around it. Um, and I mean, this thing was huge. It was probably four feet tall and close to four feet wide. I mean, it was in a big pot. Well, here come the freeze, and of course, it froze down. And so, once the leaves, you know, dropped, I I cut it, uh, cut the leaves off, cut the stems off. And what's coming back naturally is smaller, um, but the split leaf is gone. Huh? The leaves are, are kind of like wavy at the edges. It's not like fingers of your hand. It's not a split leaf. What what uh, what do you think would have caused that? Did it come back? Uh, did it come back from the root? Yeah, <laughs> same root. I, I mean, you cut it flat to, down to the pot, right? I, I cut it down to kind of like where the stump was at. There's yeah. a stump above ground, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a, just juvenile growth from the sprouting. And I think those uh, those split leaves will come back as the plant gets older. You think so? Okay. Yeah. I was so thinking just, maybe. Just be, just be careful, right? I mean, just be calm. Patient. And go in and get you some bourbon or whatever. Whoa, man. <laughs> well, I got, I got some more news for you probably make you real happy. I, uh, this year in that front garden where I had uh, petunias last year, uh, I planted some zinnias. Hey! Oh, man, hang up on <laughs> Yeah, <guy>. start bragging <laughs> on your zinnias. Uh, yeah, they're, they're doing pretty good. Uh, we'll see how they oh, do. Oh, yeah. They're... The first time I plant are you, you planted them this this year? I mean, a month yeah. ago. Seed or uh, transplant? Three weeks ago. Yeah, there were transplants that I got there from Millburgers. They were oh, the okay, sun yeah. first. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, um, so uh, uh, we'll see. All right, we'll you, you just came down a couple of notches. Right <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the, but the uh, butterflies and hummingbirds will uh, thank you for it. Now, if you take wow, pictures of the, if you take pictures of those uh-huh. when they really get to blooming, send them to Calvin. I don't want to. <laughs> okay, I'll make sure I do that then. But but you did good with those blue bonnet pictures. Is your hoof doing okay? Yeah, I'm doing 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 a lot better. Uh, Good, getting around, walking around now. So, um, whenever you you think you're going to get a bunch of people calling in, it doesn't sound like a bunch of them are. But we can uh, go take some a... pictures if you want to. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Uh, I would imagine, uh, like I said a while ago, if they were blooming before last week or during last week. All that hot weather and no rain has really shortened the life of the bloom. Oh yeah! Not only Short. not only did we have less blooms, <laughs> but uh, the hot weather and dry weather uh, probably took its toll on uh, plants this year. Yeah, I, th- I think we're in for a, for a really hard summer because it's already yeah. starting out dry. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, thanks for sending those pictures, Ray. You did good. Thank you, Ray. Thanks, you Ray. Good luck on the zinnias. Yeah. yeah. Send us some zinnia pictures. You know we want to see them. 
Send as many as you can. Right to Jerry. Have you checked with <laughs> check have you checked with your neighborhood uh <laughs> your homeowners or something? Homeowners right, so yeah, I better uh, check with them, make sure it's okay. I, I forgot yeah. to do that. Yeah. Yeah, some some places don't allow planting of zinnias. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Just, Is that just, a new thing? Blue, yeah. Just blue bonnets, so though. They'll let That's you right, know. right, yeah. right. Yeah, okay. Well I better call them. <laughs> and those zinnias are not native flower. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Wow. I guess they're huh. native south, right? <laughs> Am I going to have yeah, a whole lot of problems with, uh, like, leaf miners and aphids and stuff yeah. like that? You're going to have all of that. Uh. <laughs> Cal- Calvin is just, he's stunned silent. <laughs> well, no, I just, uh, you, you know, the key to zinnias is just get them in the ground, and they perform so well. They're yeah. so beautiful that... Once you once you start them, you have them forever. Yeah, I don't think there's any insects that bother them. Really? Okay. They'll eat they'll eat at the foliage. Uh, yeah, some, some but but they they grow so fast. They don't devastate. No. Yeah. They but there are some plant diseases. Uh, you know, that's yeah, powder mildew. Mildew. Yeah, and that's that's why we recommend this. Uh, Dreamland, yeah, because it uh, does so well with powdery mildew. And I think the one that Ray bought is got powder and mildew resistance. Yeah. And, yeah, and uh, it didn't have any tag on it. I couldn't. It had, they had no tags. All the, all they all they said. I found one that had a tag on it, and all it said was sunburst. And uh, yeah, all the yeah, that's a good one. That, that's yeah. a good one. Is that one yeah. of the, those little little ones? Yeah, smaller ones. Oh. Uh, well, you let me know when you, you let me know when you're ready for a, a real full size in your day. Oh, now we're in. Jeez. I, I just might yeah, try those next year if these work out good. Yeah. All, All right. right. There, there you go. go. <laughs> All right. Thank All you, right, Ray. Guys. All you right. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Told, I'll have to plant zinnias just so I can send Jerry pictures. Yeah. The right. zinnia might be a good plant for you. You think so? It's tough. They are the 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 problem. They you, they look like they should be more drought tolerant than yeah, they, but they uh, but they can take the heat, whatever you know, whatever. Like I've said before, in uh, prettiest prettiest flowers I ever saw, growing in dust, was zinnias in Tennessee, and uh, that, that guy planted them every year in the same spot, and. Uh, They'd knock you out. Yeah, I mean, with blooms. Well, it amazes me here is that they they re reseed. Yeah, and uh, of course, I you know north of here you never see that. But yeah, uh, gosh, and they're and they go come back and bloom so fast. Uh, I guess that that's why uh, our friend at uh, the wild seed. John Thomas. Yeah, John Thomas kind of treats them as a, a wildflower. Yeah, yeah, because they receive. And they're 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 pretty when nothing else is looking good. I mean, during the summer. I even like I like these Dreamland, who are you know are so uniform and really compact. Yeah. And kind of small, but when they receive. They, they get diverse, you it's know. A, they got tall ones and short ones. And, it's a true hybrid, uh, you know. A lot of time with the vegetable plants, we always tell people don't plant the seed, yeah. don't re, uh, plant, uh, reseed them from uh, old plants. But uh, uh, 
they they they're bad about it. Uh-huh. I mean, the the, fir, the uh, tomatoes and peppers will come back pretty close to the truth. We'll take a break while we do. You give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. More of Melberger's Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick, and we will be back in a moment. We're live at Melberger's, and you're listening to us on 930 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. We're going to go right back to the phone lines at 210-308-8867. Mark is on the line. Hi there, Mark. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? Hi, Milton. I'm doing well, thank you. And, and I hope you all are, too, today. Yeah, it's a nice day out here. The show. Yeah. It's a little cooler up here in the Austin area. I'm, I'm out. Uh-oh. I had a couple of a couple of questions. One, I had a, a Palo Verde that uh, that froze solid during the during the big freeze here, and I'd like to replace it, but I'm concerned about you know how cold hardy these Palo Verdes are, and if they're not cold hardy enough, is there an alternative to a Palo Verde that kind of look? Well, this was a fluke cold. So uh, I, my going joke on on this that kind of weather is I'll be dead by the time it happens again. So if you like the Palo Verde, my answer is go back with. There, there's no guarantee that the one you have is dead though. Uh, I have a 15 gallon here that we didn't even protect, and the top is dead, but the bottom's already starting to leaf back out again. So uh, you know you could technically work with that, and uh, if it does sprout back out, you can make your new central leader and and work with the. Uh, with the existing root system. Yeah, where I'm, I'm concerned, though, is if it goes out on the bottom, which it looks like it is, it's going underneath the graft, and so I'm going to get, you know, the, the the thorny version of it, not the not the Desert Museum version of it. It should be the same tree regardless. So new growth uh, is, in my, in my mind anyway, new growth is less likely to have the thorns, or is it the other way around? Or if it was grafted, they graft them? Yeah, they graft those. Uh, they are underneath the graft. Uh, no, I don't know if they are. I, I don't think they're grafted, so uh, yeah. it theoretically should come back up true to whatever the tree was. Yeah, uh, the, okay. new growth, the new growth may have thorns on it. And yes. uh, long yes. thorns. I'm talking about right. killer thorns. <laughs> yeah, it'll grow yeah. out of that. Like Even, the yeah. Overtama thorns, right? Right. It'll grow out of yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. And then one other question, guys. The I've got a beak yucca, a yucca restrata that got hit hard. I'd like to, I'd like to put in some additional ones. The problem is. They're going for a pretty penny nowadays since the storm. Any alternative kind of as a Zurich-type plant that has some height to it that would uh, would be an alternative to a Yucca Ristrata? Um, <laughs> this is not going to look like a Yucca. Uh, yeah, you don't want to let it grow back? or You said it's frozen, oh. but did <laughs> Yeah, the, the, so I want to put two additional ones in the ground, but as I'm looking oh, at them, they're, char- they're looking at like $200 plus a foot on those things right now, so I'm thinking wow. if there's something more yeah, cost-effective. Well, they're slow growers, but uh, yeah. 
That, that's not an unrealistic price, just so you know. <laughs> right, right. Do we, say, we, did we ever get any of those red yuccas in? The, the, the red, red yuccas? Yeah. Yeah, there's a few seven-gallon left. Okay. That's what you need. But it's not going to give them the same look. Does it give the he's, height? He's referring, no. Uh, in fact, it's shorter than uh, all the others. Uh, he's referring to brake okay. lights, uh, which is right. a uh, an actually deep red red yucca, unlike our normal coral color that everybody calls red. Uh, but I've got a couple a short... of brake lights in the ground right now, and they and they're doing really well from the from the storm. But uh, I'm looking for something with some height, like the Restrada had, but maybe not as 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 cost you know as costly as a Restrada. <laughs> Good luck. <Yeah>. Trace <laughs> is thinking. I'm but thinking think Mexican you... tree yucca. Uh, I don't think I have any, but. That would, that would be the only thing that's coming to mind that might be less expensive. Okay. All right. Well, appreciate it, gentlemen. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you for calling. Thanks. Um, Good luck. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We've got a guest on the line. Uh, Calvin, uh, will you introduce Laura to us, and, and then we'll, we'll just kind of throw it to her? Okay. Well, Laura is representing the uh, Gardening Volunteers of South Texas, and she's the chief organizer of their landscape design school. That's going to be uh, it's going to be kind of a unique organizational structure, and it'll be the month of uh, May, uh, Mondays and Wednesdays. Well, we'll let her yeah, describe yeah, yeah. it. Go ahead, uh, Laura. Hi, Laura. Welcome. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? I am doing very, very well. We've got a beautiful day today, and it sounds like spring. And I know that I've been listening to a lot of your calls, and a lot of people are talking about what what do I do after the death and destruction of the freeze. And I have an excellent idea. The Gardening Volunteers of South Texas is going Zoom with our Landscape Design School. Normally, our Landscape Design School is a one-day event, but we are doing six classes online on zoom in the month of may we're doing them on monday wednesday we're on the 10th and 12th 17 and 19 24 and 26 and they will be from 10 30 in the morning until noon and we are absolutely thrilled to have calvin as one of our speakers he will be speaking at one of our programs we're going to have six different subjects each of the classes will have a different subject and we uh, are asking for a, a small fee and part of our fee is going to be us mailing you the san antonio landscape care guide from saws who is one of our sponsors the garden style 100 from them the native and adapted landscape plants from the city of austin texas a&m agri-life and uh, our own little water saver design landscape school booklet which will give you some information from san antonio and we had our a one-on-one uh consultations with people who came to our class so we're going to try to to do that uh, and we're going to have the uh, consultants go to your home there will be no face-to-face contact they'll take a look at the landscape and then you and they that person will have a talk on the phone on suggestions and what to do with your landscape very cool now, so now, where do folks go? Guess Calvin? Oh no, I was just uh, t- signaling. We got a 
There's some people in the audience that want to ask. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, okay. Jerry, if you'll help her. Uh, yeah, Laura, Laura, how do they uh, get some more information? How do they register? They register at our website, which is gardeningvolunteers.org. And you can get additional information at our website also and register for the class. And we look forward to seeing everyone. And thank you, Calvin, for being a strong supporter of our organization. Thank you, sir. Well, uh, yeah. and of course, it, uh, not only me, but uh, Jerry and Milton and uh, Milbert. Oh, yeah. Are, uh, of course, are sponsors of course, too. absolutely, absolutely. And so yeah, it'll it'll be kind of an interesting form. Uh, so it's uh, because because of the COVID, you know, this uh, uh, motivates us to try try this little form, and hopefully, in the and there'll be more classes in the near future. If uh, we're a little worried uh, that we'll have only room for fifty. Uh, people in the audience. So if you uh, uh, get uh, you don't get one of the fifty slots, uh, just keep keep in touch with the, us here on the show or or the uh, yeah gardening volunteers of South Texas, and we'll get you on the the next class. Jerry says Calvin's better virtually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm I'm sure it's going to be wonderful. I, uh, yeah. I'm really looking forward to trying this. It is definitely something new, but you know we can all try something new and see what happens. Okay. All right. Well, cool. Thank you, Laura. One more time, the website. Gardeningvolunteers.org. Gardeningvolunteers.org. And then that same website, they can find all the things that are happening with uh, GVST, right? Or is there anything else going on? Okay. Yes, we've got got a, a program on Monday. Uh, that starts at uh, noon, and you can register for that one at the Gardening Volunteers website also. Very cool. All right. Well, thank you very thank much. Thank you, Laura. And we'll be uh, discussing this much. program. Yeah, we'll revisit it. It starts, uh, the first class is the 10th, I believe. Is that right, Laurel? The 10th May of 10th? May. Yes, sir. The yeah, 10th and, of uh, May, and it goes through the 26th of May on a Monday, Wednesday format. All right, ten thirty to noon, and uh, that that will allow us a lecture and also then uh, question and answers. Thank you, Laura. Yes, you take sir. care. Thank you. Thank you very much. Right. Appreciate it. You bet. Bye bye. All right, Jerry is on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty. Our Jerry it just says Jerry. It's, it's a virtual, no. a virtual. It's, it's, I don't. Well, you don't I, sound like our Jerry. I, I certainly prefer that Jerry than. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> What's going on, Jerry? Uh, we have some boxwoods, and we're going to have to move them because we're going to have the house leveled. What are the chances of them living? What are they? Boxwood. Boxwood. Oh, I was. We were just uh, discussing uh, boxwood. It's uh, with the freeze. It's so. Such a, a a varied response. The same hedge, it's got completely dead plants and completely unhindered plants, <laughs> and everything. In we between. didn't we didn't have any that de- well the 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 outside limb the leaves were tipped brown, but otherwise we cut the you know we trimmed them and they look fine. Well, the, uh, I think the. 
I think you just uh, let them do the do the best they can. And the one thing we is that they... We have oh, to dig them it? up and then keep them alive. We're going to have the foundation fixed. Yeah. And so we've got to dig them all. Well, they're going to do it, but dig them all up. And then once the work is done, put them back. So How many, how many plants are we talking about? There's probably about 15 on one side of the house, and those are about 20 years old. And then there's oh, some. Big ones. Yeah. And then there's I, some small ones that are about two or three years old. Now they're not they're not very uh, I'd be in, I think I'd be inclined to have, get new ones yeah because they're uh, they're relatively inexpensive they they are on unpredictable when they're older and they, they're so so much easier to deal with when they're young like that so yeah what you yeah. might see, what you might see uh, if you dig those and try to, try to hold them through until you can replant them. Uh, it, Calvin and I have seen this uh, several years ago where they look like they're okay, but the, some die. of the wood, some of the woods, uh, wood is, is uh, damaged. And uh, after after the heat or some kind of stress is put on, that's, they will die. That's they will lose point. a whole bunch of limbs. Yeah, and then probably after we plant that big long line, then you'll have intermittent plants die in there. Right, yeah. right. And you'll be yeah. you're you're in the midst of a pretty stressful project, and. Yeah, the added the added boxwood uh, stress is uh, not going to make it any easier to. But that and there, there, that, you'll want to you'll, you'll want old. to yeah yeah you'll want to blame the uh, the uh, the builder or the celebrity. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But, but it's really not their fault. It's fault of cold weather. If that happens again. Yeah, so and I, the, it, the small ones probably they might do better. There, because they're they're maybe I don't know if they're even three feet tall, maybe two. They're not yeah. as old. Yeah, the 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 old ones will be hard to tra- transplant even in into the yeah. containers. But, right. Yeah. Like and what what are they? Boxwoods. Boxwoods. Yeah. Yeah, boxwoods, and they're what, on. What? Uh, did you did you want a small a smaller a dwarf shrub? Is that what you yes. want? Well, something else to plant along that. It's on the west side of the house. Okay. So, well, of course, we both Jerry, Jerry and I are thinking of the same thing. Uh, dwarf Yopon holly. Yeah. They're 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 so um, tough, and they're uh, so, uh, relatively easy to transplant and uh, yeah. long lived. You know, and there it's a thick hedge going up along the side of the house, and you know, but that's not going to help. <laughs> yeah, but it's, uh, but it, but it, even the boxwood would uh, be much easier to deal with if you started with uh, young young new plants. So, but okay. good luck. Yeah, thanks right. so much. All right, bye. You, you take care. Bye bye. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Catherine is on the line. Hey there, Catherine. Oh, you got a report for us? Um. Yeah. Yeah. 
take you off. What's speaker. going on? Oh. Hello. Yep, we're we're having trouble hearing you. You're breaking up on us a little bit. A lemon tree. Oh, lemon and tree. Now, we got a lemon tree. Okay, what's happening? Well, it was dead, so I trimmed it back to about three feet. I haven't. <laughs> what didn't take it out? And now I'm getting some sprouts from the bay. Is that going to be viable sprouts? Well, how how low on the base are they? Uh, that, that, to the ground. That is, they're coming out on the, to the ground. I, I, are, are those lemons grafted? Um, I don't know if they are now. I don't know either, but I was thinking they were going to be the, the same as mine. They're notorious for for uh, starting new sprouting growth? the new growth in the middle. Yeah. So that uh, if they're if they're high enough that. That, that that's what we expect from the the Meyer lemon. If that if that uh, sprout, I would give them a I would give them a little chance to to see what they how they perform because uh, it's it's a it's a wonderful plant and it and it recovers pretty quickly once it starts. And my my neighbor did the same thing with his Satsuma that was dead, and he's got the same thing. <laughs> coming up too so yeah now that's good that, that, that yeah. could be different though because <laughs> uh it depends on if they be below the graft and jerry or i can't remember if the meyer lemon has a uh, it's on its own rootstock or if it's i kind of uh, believe it is i think so too because uh all, all those years minus come back yeah yeah uh, so i we think your lemon is going to be uh, come back, and you're going to be real ha- happy with it. I'm not so sure oh, about Satsuma. Uh, the oh, Satsuma. <laughs> the Satsuma will have uh, if it if it re- when it resprouts. See if there's thorns on the on the new sprouts, especially okay. on the Satsuma. And do you know what kind it is? Is it what variety? Yes, ma'am. Catherine, do you, do you know what kind, what variety it is? I, I don't know. Okay. okay. Uh, but anyway, watch the leaves on the Satsuma, and uh, if they have thorns on the on new growth, and if they have a leaf that has uh, three sections to the leaf, we call that uh, trifoliate rootstock. And a lot of that stuff has been grafted down to trifoliate. I think they're changing now, but uh, if you purchased it in the last four or five years uh, and it's first sprout from that uh, below the grass, it's probably on a trifoliate rootstock, which produces a fruit, but not an edible fruit. Yeah, it'll be it'll be real obvious on that. Yeah. So and the le- the leaves on the the, the original grass uh, is uh, rounded, smooth and rounded. But the the leaves on this trifoliate is a uh, is seg- is uh, divided into three sections. Okay, so the lemon is going to be good. Yeah. The, the Satsuma 
has the potential to be uh, rootstock, but it'll be clear because it'll have trifoliate leaves. Right. And if it doesn't have that, then then it'll uh, be a sprout. Uh, just the fruit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good luck. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Okay. Thank you, you, for thank you, Catherine. All right. We're going to take a quick break. And while we do, we ask you to give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery, 1604 Bull Road on 930 AM, The Answer. South Texas, Tiny Tim, whose birthday was the 12th. Hey, uh, Robert uh, sent us a beautiful picture of pink knockouts. So my pink knockouts uh, need help. I need need Robert's advice on those. And, Robert, I sent them to Jerry and Calvin so they could see them. But, yeah, that was – and I like how he did the perspective thing. He's got a – uh, I guess a, a daughter. Yeah, a little girl. Little girl standing in front of him, and they are probably <laughs> three times as tall as she oh, is. Oh yeah, and they're absolutely gorgeous. They're full of blooms. I mean, there's 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 not, but maybe three or four inches of uh, of green. Were uh, they red, or did they have some of your rare pink? They were pink. They oh, were. They were pink. I think so. Let me look again. They were all. Pink? They look like they were straight. Yeah, they're all pink. Yeah. yeah. No reds in there. I did not see any reds. Robert, oh. Robert does not have my rare uh, pink and red one. <laughs> knockout but uh you know how they do robert i need your advice on how to make mine look like that because i've had mine for a number of years and uh, the little girl is probably taller than it is so uh you'll have to help me and then dennis sent us a blue bonnet sighting which is kind of fun too uh a field of blue bonnets picture taken and shared online but if you're near mule shoe park uh you you may find a great uh uh, selection of blue bonnets. Up I said around the, Amarillo? Uh, no, it's uh, near Spicewood, Texas. Where is that? Oh, no. Okay. Know. Okay, yeah, right. You know where I Spicewood know, is. I know it's, where Mule Shoe is. Well, but it's Mule Shoe Park. I don't know if it's Mule Shoe, Texas. How many other places do Dennis, you know this name? Mule, you'll have to. Uh, <laughs> Have to tell us where uh, I can look it up to. Okay. All right. Evelyn is on the line. All right. The one and only Evelyn at 210 I bet she's calling to give us exciting news about a horse herb coming Oh, I back. bet she is. She's probably got terrific news oh, about that. Oh, yeah. Sure. Her team has uh, done a great job of yeah, wiping it out. Uh, <laughs> that, for some, that would be very exciting. What's going on? How are you doing, well, Evelyn? I had a tomato uh, answer for you. Uh, I have the... Uh, the rodeo tomato, and it's full of blooms, and it has tomatoes on it. But is that just a, a cherry tomato? Yeah, it's a grape. A cherry, yeah, it is a cherry. And once, oh. and once you taste it, uh, it uh, you're going to love it, I think. Yeah. It's, it's one of my favorite tasting. Okay. So what is the bobcat? Is that a good one? Bobcat is, li- is like, uh, yeah. It's, it's a rodeo tomato. Yeah. It's larger fruited. What, what is? I think it's about three, three, three years back or so. Okay. Oh, further. Bobcat. And what about an eighty-eight forty-nine? 
That one yeah. is a good. Yeah, that's, that's a, a rodeo tomato too. Yeah, we uh, had good luck. Had real good luck with that. Yeah. Okay. And then I have. So the, I was trying to remember the bobcat is similar to the one that's nematode resistance. Uh, 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 I can't think of what the uh, one is. Bob, is it got cat in it, doesn't it? Yeah. Valley cat? Valley, Valley cat. cat. Look at that mess. In I remember some things. Uh, I think you're looking it up on a curate. No, 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 no. <laughs> So, yeah, those are all good ones. Yeah, okay. Bobcat and Valley Cat are out of the same breeding program. Uh, and then I had a... Go ahead. Go ahead. Hello? You have a what? A tangerine tree, and it looked like it was all frozen, but now it's getting all green, so is that going to be safe that it's going to be okay? Oh, yeah. Is it a... Is a which ta- tangerine is it? Well, I got it from Malcolm Changsha? Brown uh, back, so I don't know what it is. Oh, okay. It's a shell. Yeah. Okay. Well, Malcolm, you, Malcolm used to save the seed, and mine, they come true from trees. Yeah, uh-huh. and mine uh, uh, froze back, and then it's now it's starting to... Uh, Where is it's it not filling way? out. It's got a kind of mid midway up the tree. Oh, okay, okay. It's started So is it going to take a... Seven to eight years before he bears fruit? Uh, no. No? <laughs> uh, I, uh, no, I bet uh, Malcolm's trees out there, and that's, that was the only citrus that would live out there in Gardenville. Uh, from, and uh, it would have fruit about every other year because the years that it had fruit, it was covered with fruit, ah. top to bottom. Well, that's the way and, this one was this year. It just overbore itself, but it, yeah. uh, it didn't have uh, fruit on it till it was, I think, about eight years old. I threatened to chop it out, and it had fruit ever since then. But this year, it really <laughs> overbore itself, and I thought, well, it's probably a goner after it froze back so bad. But it's getting all green, so I I guess it's yeah. okay. It'll come back. It's okay. okay. It's on it. It's on its own root system. I like the Changsha, the taste. Uh, yeah. Other than there's a lot of seeds. Yeah, that's yeah, it, that's it, the only thing. But it's sweet. Otherwise, after it ripens, good. Well, it, it's sweet. Right. Yeah, right. for sure. You've got you've got a historical set of Changsha. Okay. Uh, of course, and uh, that's the one Mr. Moy used to uh, hybridize as, as a. I think it was the mother tree, apparently, of, of his uh, supposedly cold-hearty satsuma. But uh, we we were pl- we planted uh, all of Mr. Moore's crosses uh, out at Malcolm Beck's place uh, when he was alive, and uh, and had to deal with the hair that he had put in there. Garden to fertilize it. Ew. Yeah, you had to put up with a lot when you put them out. Evidently, <laughs> but, he was a good guy though. Yeah, but the deal the deal was, we planted them. I said I told him I wanted to plant them in the coldest place on his on his property, and he wanted to put us down near the Cibolo Creek where that coal comes down the creek. Uh huh. And uh, we planted a bunch of them out there, about 40 or 50 different kinds. And uh, 
Hey, the cold killed every one of them except Jackson. I'll be there. Wow. So it's it's tough. You say yours did freeze back a bit. Never did before, but this year it wow, it was it was brown and still is. The leaves are still on there, some of them, but it's turning wow. green otherwise though. Okay, well that's good. Uh, that's interesting. Uh, so I just wondered you, if it was going to take that long to get fruit on it again. No, so I guess no. Okay, no. well, that's good. Uh, it it won't have fruit this year. Probably not. Yeah, because, well, for several reasons. First of all, the cold weather. And secondly, uh, it fruited pretty heavily for you last year. Yes, it did. So it, it, deple- <laughs> it depletes its energy for, for the following crop. And then it's... Uh, so it doesn't have a crop because uh, it kept it kept the fruit on so long. Uh, how tall is your tree, your little changsha? Uh, it's probably about 15, 20 foot tall. Oh, 20 feet tall. Okay. It was, uh, well, my son-in-law was standing on an eight-foot step ladder, and he still couldn't reach the top. Yeah. Uh, Malcolm's trees were huge. Yes, I saw that when I was out there one time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what okay, about the well, you, how about the Cora Cora Vinca? Are you going to have any? Oh, um, I don't think I'm going to have Vinca this year. Oh, stop it! <laughs> well, Trace was saying we've got a yeah, lot. Trace of thought we had some yeah, Cora Vincas out here. Yeah, Cora, oh, he thought they were Cora. Thought they were Cora. Yeah. Okay, I was out there last Saturday, and there wasn't anything, and I. I got run over by all the people there. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's been an amazing yeah. year, hasn't it? Well, they were you just come, grabbing everything. <laughs> you come by come by early tomorrow if you can. It's, it's never as busy before noon on Sunday, and you can say hi to us as well, you it go. It will be so. tomorrow. I don't know when I'll get over oh, okay. there again, so I just wondered whether you would get any more. They're, they're, we'll double check, but, but, oh, yeah. but Trey said they were Cora. Yeah, yeah. there will be more coming That's right. later. Yeah. Okay, that sounds good. Thank you very much. All righty. Thanks, Evelyn. Good talking to you. All right, 210-308-8867. Before we go to the the next caller, I will tell you that Mule Shoe Park, I bet you Johnson City Joe was screaming at his radio because it's not that far from uh, Johnson City. It's on Highway 71 uh, between Austin, Bee Caves, and uh, going uh, northwest to Horseshoe Bay, Marble Falls. That area, so it's uh, it's not up there. It is not up out of the Panhandle. (laughs) Panhandle. Yeah, so and that would make sense. There wouldn't be blue bonnets in the Panhandle, would there? Uh, There is a species that uh, is specific. Oh wow! You know, there's five, five or I think it's five uh, species of blue bonnet, all of which are the state flowers. Okay, Uh, but uh, it's a little. I, I went. I went up and worked worked with uh, Dr. Barton Warnock, and we tried to find, tried to find some. They're a low growing plant. They're not, they're not tall as our species, but uh, never could find it. So there, there's there's one species that I know is up there. 
Mine are pretty low growing too. Maybe I have that species. Yeah, could be. <laughs> mm. Barbara is on the line. Look up, uh, look up the uh, Mule Shoe Park, and you'll see the pictures that Dennis shared with us of the uh, blue bonnets. Barbara's on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. She's a first time caller, so be nice to her. Oh yeah. Always Hi, Barbara. Am. Barbara. Barbara. Barbara, are you there? You hear me, Barbara? Are you in the bathroom? Uh-uh, we're not getting Barbara. <laughs> All right, well, let's do this. Well, okay, I'm getting... You scared her off when you said she was the first time coming. I know, she's probably shy. <laughs> so what if uh, I'm getting kind of... If we don't hear from Barbara in a second, we'll take a break and see if she'll call back. Okay. Barbara. <laughs> we'll take a break. 210-308-8867. Yeah, now that Jerry's asked about the bathroom, I wonder if she will call back. Uh, <laughs> 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up right after this on 9.30 a.m. This is The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Barbara, we lost you, so call us back, and you'll no longer be a first-time caller, so there's you'll be calling in for the second time, so all that pressure's off you. <laughs> Texas on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey, Tex, what's going on? Well, I just wanted to remind everybody that this year we've got a bumper crop of rattlesnakes. Oh, okay. Oh, Lord. I think I think everybody in Texas who's a real Texan loves our state flowers, and they like making pictures of little girls and big girls, too, frolicking in the blue bonnets. But this year you, you want to be especially careful looking for them. I'm a Texas master naturalist, and we've had several of our volunteers who've gotten all too close and personal with a rattletail out there. Well, and I've seen some people who posted things on Facebook. You can tell me whether this is right from your experience. Is You, you can't see them. I mean, they are so well camouflaged. They're oh, really yeah. hard to see. These guys are really well camouflaged, and for some weird reason or another, and don't ask me why it is, a lot of rattlesnakes in South Texas don't rattle. They just strike. Well, yeah. uh, don't that's, ask me that's why. Sad. That's I'm from a little town. I'm from a little country town up in northeast Texas, and I can't tell you how many rattlesnakes over the years that I caught and put into various displays for parks and wildlife and schools and all sorts of things. But for some weird reason, a lot of them around here don't rattle before they strike. They just strike. But you so have if, to look yeah. very carefully before you start particularly frolicking around in the blue bonnet. <laughs> Should you make noise? Is there anything if you're going to walk yeah. through a patch of blue would, bonnets? What I do you do to shuffle just... my feet real good around and look carefully? Okay. And walk slowly. Yeah, that's good now, advice. Now, Milton does that anyway. Kind of yeah, just shuffles uh, along and yeah. walks slowly. Yeah. Well, that's good advice. When, Thank you, Mark. When, uh, when my daughter thanks, Tex. was little, one of the things we loved was taking pictures of her in a white lace dress and the little white gloves and white shoes and stuff and the blue bonnets. But this year, I don't think I'd do that if she was still little. <laughs> okay. Okay. Y'all have well, that's a good, Tex. Thank day. you. 
Thanks, man. Let's call anytime with uh, any more of that. That's good stuff. Mark is on the line, and Barbara, don't go anywhere. We got you back. You don't go back. anywhere because Mark is on the line, and then we'll get to uh, we'll get to Barbara. I promise you. Okay, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey, Mark, what's going on? Hey, uh, I live in Seguin, and I uh, do beekeeping uh, from Seguin up to uh, Hill Country Blanco in Johnson City. And the wee thatch trees, everywhere I go, I don't see any wee thatch blossoming out, or, or I guess they got froze back, but I don't see any leaving out either. And um, are they going to come back? Not the, te- not, the tre- not the trees that uh, are out there, uh, the, the real small seeded trees are are still there and uh, they're, they're by you know if they're two feet or less they seem to survive but uh, i didn't find one of the lar- large ones that had survived so far i haven't seen yeah. it sprout okay we, we can always hope that they'll be out later <laughs> we we had a discussion uh uh three or four of us uh horticulturists a couple weeks ago about how amazing that was! I just, I, I just didn't imagine that they, they were that sensitive to the cold. We also got to understand that this is going to hurt the honey production this year. Oh yeah, tell us about that, Mark. It's going to hurt this honey production this year. Yeah, the the bees, they they uh, love that uh, we set tree for. Nectar, yeah. And, oh, to, uh, to make the honey. Now my anaqua yeah. is is uh, blooming up a storm, and there's bees on there, but it's nowhere near you. It's yeah. the number of bees you would see on the wheat Oh yeah. Mm. Mark, is that right? Are you gonna? Yeah. Early, go early this. Yeah, early this spring usually is is when the, you get the weasatch blossoming. But of course, you know they were frozen back. Uh, my uh, desire is that the trees survive. But uh, everywhere I go, all I see is looks like dead weasatch trees. So it looks like um, uh, beekeepers are going to have to look for something else to feed them this year. That's or or yeah. next year. Great. Yeah. yeah. If they if they did freeze back, I imagine it's just the top portion. I don't know. I haven't seen you, any action uh, down there. Even on the top? Huh? On the, no. I mean on not, the bottom. Not in my landscape. Okay. But I, yeah, I ever, was saying, let's, let's put the word out and see yeah. if, uh, if anybody has any reports on we satch that have uh, survived the freeze. Yeah. Mark, do you keep um, bees for, are you, do you produce honey yeah. and sell it or you just do it? Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, I uh, uh, mainly I lease my, my honeybees for property tax exemptions, and then whenever there's some honey, I, I sell some uh, out at San Marcos uh, Farmers Market. Oh, cool! You'll have That's to right. tell us when you're selling some. It'd be neat. Now that we know you, and you know, yes. I feel like we know your uh-huh. honey. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. The Seguin Farmers Market is. Uh, Every Saturday, uh, 9 to 1 o'clock, uh, farmer's market. There's quite a few farmers there and uh, artisans also. And so, okay. Uh, all right. All right. So well, how thank do we, you very much. Do, hey, I have one yes, more sir. question. So, Because I don't have anybody to ask about honey. How do you know? So you see stuff online that talks about honey that's been uh, – it's 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 from different sources, or it's got sugar put in, or it's some other things, and it's it's not good. What what is your suggestion on getting the best honey? That's actually honey. Well, the best thing is from your local beekeeper. Uh, that okay. local 
local honey. That, those are the ones that sell raw, unfiltered, unprocessed. It's just screened out to keep the bugs and the other stuff that, you know, when you're uh, uh, spinning the honey out of the comb. Uh, but it's your local beekeeper. Those are the ones that have unpasteurized raw honey Good. that has local pollen in that will help you uh, with local allergies. That's okay. a lot lots of folks that say local honey and that's been my experience local honey to where you live will help you with your allergies okay that'll be a complication this year because we don't have any we said yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes that is for sure well thank you very okay. much gentlemen bless you and you have a good all right day. thank, you, thank you call us back all right yep. we have barbara on the line at 210-308-8867 second time caller hi barbara welcome to millburgers gardening south texas how you doing today I'm doing just fine. Thank you. Uh, good, good. What's going on? I have a question about my red oak. It's about 50 years old on the trunk, about three foot up from the ground, that's weeping or oozing, and the sap or color of it is a dark brown and to black. And it's not a whole lot, but it's just uh, discolored in area. And I want to know if this is, there's some kind of danger of losing my tree um, or or what I can do to have, should I have someone to check it out or just is it boars or is what what is, is your take on is, it? It's a red oak. Yeah. Yes. It's a red oak and uh, did the foliage come out? Has the foliage come out? Yes, it is. Uh huh. This year. Yeah. Uh, but you don't see any dead spots in it or anything like that. Uh, it's not. There's not as many leaves up high in one area. But other than yeah. that, yes, it's full of. Uh, in in most of the trees, it's full of leaves. Had a lot of. Good. Had a lot of dead stuff in it. Now there there is a. Does uh, it just does it visit the tree every year uh, this time of the year? Or is it an ongoing all year round? No, no. This this is just some just this year that okay. this has happened. Oh. There is uh I can't remember what the I wish Mark was here, he could remember the name of that uh, that little disease that disease that I think she were talking about. Uh and generally is if this if uh, you need you probably uh would be great if you could get a if there's Arbor. a local arborist that just visits your area, and then next time they're in the area, they'll just stop by and look at it for you. But All right, that's I, what I'd I like. I think that's it's going to turn would... out that, that it's not uh, much of a threat. Right. Yeah. It's okay. a, it's, well, at least there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, it's a common, right. well, a common this, situation. This morning I looked at it, and it's it's drier. But the last few days, with I don't know because of the humidity or whatever, but it was wet. Today it's dry, so yeah, I, that's, I, I that's have no good idea. news. Yeah, if it's the disease I'm thinking about, it uh, that'll just a short term it'll show up and then it disappears, and then next spring you'll see it again. <laughs> right. Well, it has, that, it has yeah, sentimental get, value, yeah. and I I really would hate to lose it like that. But you know yeah. that happens. <laughs> So put a little note next time you get access to just have uh, your area uh, arborist, the person that works your area, to stop by or or call, contact them. Okay. Or we could even have our uh, 
our gardeners that listen to our show yeah. can call and remind me and Jerry what the name of that uh, <laughs> that disease is. I can't I can't remember it. It doesn't okay. kill a tree. No, it doesn't kill a tree. It's, uh, it's All uh, right. I think you. I think you can be reassured that it's uh, not a. Yeah, no, I hope not. No, so no, anyway, no. that uh, I did read up on all of that. So I thank yeah, you very yeah. much for your oh, help, well, and you have reassured back. me, and I feel better. Yeah, good. Thank you. Uh-huh. All right. Have a great day. You have a great day. Thanks for calling back, Barbara. Yeah. 210-308-8867. Margaret is on the line. Hi, Margaret. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Very well, thank you. I was calling to see we had a um, um, a big patches in the backyard of St. Augustine that just froze back and didn't come back. So we were going to put a bunch of dirt back there and some squares. Is it too late? Do I need to wait till the fall? Well, say again now. You got a dead areas in the lawn. Yeah, the St. Augustine is just frozen back. I mean, it's just gone. It's just oh. across the backyard So, because the snow was all piled on it. So well, I wonder if it's too late to do all that. I don't to think... To put dirt on it and then also get some squares maybe from Lowe's or somewhere and squares of grass and lay it down, or should I wait till fall? Yeah, you could do you yeah, get yeah. this lot of grass here at Millburgers too if you want. Um, oh, good. No, no, it's not not at all too late. Mm. It's uh, I thought okay because right about time. well, I was going to say in about two months it's all going to go dormant and hot. So I didn't know if I should just wait till the fall, but I still have some time. Yeah, you just it'll. Um, the grass has hardly started to, to respond to the heat, so uh, do it. Your uh, put your what? plant. Okay, but probably not past May, right? Do it in the next few weeks. Oh no, you can you can do it past May. You can go to June. Of course, the hotter it gets, the harder you just have to get, have access to water. There you go. Yeah. And if you're if you're in drought restrictions, it makes it a little harder. But uh, it should it should be, you should be able to deal with it. Oh sure. Okay. And, and putting dirt across a lot of it is it going to kill it in the summer? Mm. It should come through the dirt. No, I don't call it dirt. So, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, also, also, you were just going to put the soil on top of the existing, where the existing lawn was. Yeah, where it's kind of frozen off. So yeah. it's all soil just anyway. Yeah, do it shallow, and that shouldn't hurt anything. Okay. Great. Oh, I'm so glad you told me this. And they have it at Millburgers, too, right? That's nice to know. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they, they probably right. had gra- grass before they had any. Well, I know they had grass. Well, I heard there was a shortage. Huh? We've been hearing well, there's that... a shortage everywhere. Well, that did, this time of the year, quite often there's a shortage because of the catching up to the... Yeah. The demand and, uh, and a lot of times we're having rain at this that's time. Right. But Trace is pretty aggressive, so yeah. if he can oh, get I it, he there will. Was a shortage because of the snow. No. Well, it no. was kind of in a way, but because uh, they couldn't get in if it was wet, they can't go up. 
Oh, okay. But you can you can call here at the nursery. Yeah, you want the number? I, I've got it. I've got oh, it. Oh, good. Okay. And uh, they'll tell you whether they're going to get grass in and which grass. You want St. Augustine or what do you want? Yeah, St. Augustine. Okay. Uh, yeah, they'll be getting some in. Get a... Uh, you pretty well have to take <laughs> what they got because uh, yeah. it, it takes them well, a while. It, <laughs> it takes a while for the uh, the dorm at St. Augustine to begin to grow. Mine, okay. mine, my front yard uh, is just beginning to look like a yard. Okay, oh, thank you. All right, good luck. Thank, thank you, Margaret. Thank you all so much. Okay, bye-bye. bye-bye. Well, for everybody else that might like that number, it's 210 497 210-497-3760. I just like to give numbers out. Uh-huh. Right. Say it again. 210-497-3760. Thank you. And that'll get you to the nursery. <laughs> all right, got about a minute. Uh, Calvin, you want to bring up the, uh, do you remember all the details on the landscape? Well, the uh, Garden Volunteers of South Texas is offering a landscape design school. It's going to be on uh, um, Mondays and Wednesdays, uh, 1030 to uh, to noon uh, in May. And go to their website uh, to register. Mm-hmm. Gardeningvolunteers.org. Yeah, then it's uh, and uh, of course they'll have uh, the publications that they'll send to everybody and lectures and uh, question and answer. You can actually get the uh, counseling too. Mm-hmm. Still, I was glad. He yeah. said I was wondering how they were going to do that, but that's great. All right, well, uh, gardeningvolunteers.org the place to go for that. And we, uh, if you want more information about Millburger, so you didn't get the number, don't worry about it. Go to millburgernursery.com. We'll say goodbye for today. Thanks to Al for doing a great job. Thanks to you for listening. See you tomorrow.